they try to set up systems where they don't fully understand them at the front end. They never quite fully understand them. And they will end up doing things that are wrong that have adverse tax consequences. Best ever listeners, before we jump into today's episode, got two questions for you. And this is for my fix and flippers out there. One, are your financing costs eating away your bottom line? And two, are you looking for a way to increase your overall profits by reducing your loan payments to the bank or private lender? Of course you are, right? You're always looking to maximize the potential of your deal. So here's a solution. We got a solution for you through the crowdfunding platform, Patch of Land. If you're a loyal Best Ever listener, you know Patch of Land. They've been on the show many times. They've sponsored the show many times. They're back for more because they love you. They want to help you out. They want to add value to your life. And here's how they're going to do it. They have a solution to your financing issue of financing costs eating away from your bottom line. And they want to help you reduce your loan payments to the bank. So here we go. Patch of Land offers a fix and flip loan program that only charges interest on the funds that have been dispersed as opposed to the traditional model of lenders charging interest on the whole loan amount at the beginning. You save a lot of money this way and it can be misleading when you get your terms quoted to you by the lender at a particular rate if they charge all the interest up front versus upon distributions. Patch of Land's got a document that you've got to check out if you're a fix and flipper to educate yourself on questions you should ask the lender. Regardless if you go with Patch of Land, you've got to get this document to educate yourself on the questions to ask your lender to make sure you're getting the best financing terms. The document's at patchofland.com forward slash Joe Fairless. That's patchofland.com forward slash Joe Fairless. Patch of Land, they can close in as little as seven days and they can help you through this program save thousands of dollars on your deals, make more money, and uh, have a better business and grow your fix and flip business. So go to patchofland.com forward slash Joe Fairless. Best ever listeners, how you doing? Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is the world's longest running daily real estate investing podcast. We only talk about the best advice ever. We don't get into any of that fluffy stuff with us today. Scott Smith, how you doing, Scott? I'm doing great today, Joe. Great to be with you. Well, nice to have you on the show, my friend. A little bit about Scott. He is the owner of Royal Legal Solutions. They provide business, tax, and legal solutions exclusively for real estate investors, estate planning, asset protection, all that good stuff. Based in Austin, Texas, you can say hi to him and his company at their website, which is in the show notes. So with that being said, Scott, you want to give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and your current focus? I'm a real estate investor myself, and 100% of my clients are real estate investors. And what we had started doing was we realized that there's a lot of really bad information all over the web that really conflicts on different types of legal strategies and whatnot. So my company was founded to really just help people that are real estate investors because there's just enough there to tackle instead of going super broad. So the one niche thing that we really ran into was how do you protect your assets using company structures, hide your ownership of the assets and of the company, and do that in a way where it's not going to cause you a headache with your tax preparation, accounting, and whatnot. The idea is to say that as investors, we make the most amount of money finding really good deals. So let's have a system for like our taxes and our company structure that we can do almost like a set it and forget it type piece. Because you don't make any money by being really good at law, right? As an investor. So how do we protect our investments, hide the ownership, and not cause headaches with taxes? 
the number one way to do that is going to be using a series LLC, which you can establish in a couple of different states. I like to establish them through Texas, not just because I live here, but because Texas is the cheapest and has the best protections. The great thing that a lot of people don't know is that you can establish a company structure in one state and use it in any state. So I commonly hear, well, I can't use the series LLC in my state as I live in Alaska. But the truth is, is what you can do is establish something here in Texas and use it anywhere. And that's really going to buy the best protection for you because the series LLC is really awesome in that it allows you to scale infinitely with the best protections at no additional costs. How awesome is that? Mm -hmm. No additional costs, meaning you don't have to create new LLCs. That's right. And it doesn't complicate your taxes at all because everything streams up through one tax ID number. So if you have 15 properties, you're not having to look at 15 different EIN numbers and bank accounts and whatnot that you would if you had individual LLCs. And then I'm sure the common question you get is that doesn't trigger a domino effect if one property gets foreclosed on or someone sues it. It's not a domino effect for the others. That's really the biggest benefit of the series LLC is that each individual child series that it creates is treated like an individual LLC. So every property is compartmentalized. So lawsuit against one property doesn't affect any of the others. Mm -hmm. What are some other advantages of it? The biggest advantage is the scalability and the cost savings and the ease of being able to scale with it. We combine that with the anonymity trust. And that works on two levels. There's two levels of anonymity that every investor should be using. There's a really expensive way to do this, and there's a cheap way to do it. The really expensive way to do it is to have the company owned ultimately by Nevada or Wyoming LLC because they don't have public disclosures on who the ultimate owner is, which is the client's name we're trying to protect. But that means you have to start paying for all these additional LLCs and yearly costs associated with each one of them. The cheap way to do it that's just as effective is just using a trust. And you can have the trust that will own the LLC, and that allows you to be able to accomplish all of the anonymity with none of the ongoing costs associated otherwise. The the second important piece of the ownership for the assets is going to be what happens at the property level. So each individual property would also need its own anonymous land trust associated with it. And what that does is that prevents anybody from being able to search the property records and find out that that property is connected to you or to your company, which is really the first piece of stopping litigation. Because if people can't find out that you own stuff, they don't think to sue you. If there was someone who was on this call and they weren't a fan of a series LLC, what would they be saying? The number one critique is is that the series LLC is quote unquote untested inside of courts. There's not a lot of court cases that treat it. And people erroneously think that because there isn't a lot of court cases that we don't know whether they're a good and viable entity. This information is flat wrong. And it's what everybody is saying. The reality is, as the law is what the legislature passed, and we call those statutes, And the statutes are very, very clear on exactly what they mean. You can pull them up online, read it yourself. Any layperson can even understand what the legislature is writing in terms of the series LLC statute. The reason that you don't have court cases is because courts can only interpret the law. The law is very clear, then it's not worth the $50,000 or $60,000 it's going to take to take the case up through appeal to argue it. So you're not going to find court cases there. 
So it's actually the reverse. People say we don't know whether it'll be held up because we don't have court cases. I say the law is very clear. What you should really be focusing on the fact is nobody's even tried to challenge it because the law is so clear. That bolsters the strength. It doesn't weaken it. How much does it cost to put together a series LLC? The typical points that we look towards for asset protection, we say you should never be spending more than 3% for an asset protection structure to protect how much equity you have. So if you had $100,000 in equity, don't spend more than three grand to set up everything that you're going to need there. Now that's to say, when we look to say, what is every individual need? It's really particular. I would say you could go as low as $1,000 to $1,500, depending on your state, to upwards more of the series LLC with all of the anonymity structures, you know, you might be looking at more to the four to $5,000 range in the marketplace of attorneys that are like me. So you're an attorney. That's right. I'm an attorney and this is what we do as part of an offering that we do. Mm-hmm. From a estate planning standpoint, so we talked about asset protection and a bit about estate planning. What other suggestions do you have from an estate planning standpoint? So estate planning, a lot of people do it where it actually requires a lot of maintenance every year, Joe, because what they're doing, Joe, is that they take all of their assets and they're going to deed them directly into the name of what their living trust. Because every estate plan, you're typically using a living trust and a second piece called a pour over will. The living trust is the piece that actually controls all of the assets. So people will deed all the properties to the living trust, but throughout your life, you're changing around what assets go where, what's bank account numbers, buying and selling properties, et cetera. So this is actually a really poor strategy to just have the living trust in place because it's a constantly changing scope of what assets are actually being held by the trust versus being held in your personal name. And there's no protection associated with the living trust itself for your estate plan. The better solution is to establish an LLC or a series LLC to be your asset holding company. Then all of the assets are going in and out of your asset holding company during your life, just like you're normally going to do to run your business and manage your affairs while you're alive. And then what you use is your estate planning piece of the living trust to say, my son is going to get 25% of everything that's part of my living trust. And my daughter is going to get 50% because I love her just a little bit more. (laughs) And that way you never have to modify anything more then you would have to do anyway during your life because you're going to be managing the assets of your asset holding perfectly. So you don't ever have to think about, oh, I need to update these estate planning documents every six months because we've done all these changes. Mm. Guy, you might update the ownership of the series LLC, but you won't have to update the items within it. Yeah. So the, the estate plan piece, the living trust, you don't have to update anything with that. Because you'll say, that's kind of like a set it and forget it. Unless all of a sudden your son decides that he wants to marry that floozy that you never liked and you want to disinherit him. Then that's where you would nail him on that one. But Joe, let's say you had 10 properties that were going in and out of your LLC that you used to hold all of your assets. You would be managing the buying and selling of those properties out of your LLC anyway during your life because that's how you're going to conduct your business. Your estate plan is just going to say that like your son gets the 25% of that LLC and your daughter is going to get 50% of the LLC. So there's no change of ownership documents that are happening. 
all of this extra work that would have to be done on updating documents doesn't happen because everything is accomplished on moving the properties in and out of an LLC. They're not done by changing ownership of the LLC itself. Got it. You're staying higher level on what you're updating, and that's only in circumstances where you give someone more or less equity or you bring someone else in. Yeah, that's right. Okay. You mentioned at the beginning, and you probably talked about some of these items, but I'm wondering if there's anything else that we haven't talked about that is relevant, that there's a lot of bad information out there. What are some other bad information that's out there? Another common piece that I hear about is that people seem to think that insurance coverage is enough. And you'll hear this from CPAs and from a lot of keyboard warriors are really famous. They're saying, oh, you just run your business right and insurance will take care of you and you're fine. So there's a fundamental disconnect here is because these people that are saying this actually don't even understand the nature of the risks that they're engaging in. The insurance protects you against different kinds of risk than a company structure does. Insurance protects you from accidents, like somebody slips and falls on your property. That's a great one to have insurance take care of. I always have great insurance because of that reason. Insurance is designed for that. Insurance doesn't cover you for catastrophic events that could happen. So anything that would happen in the buying and the selling of a property, not covered by your insurance. Grandma falls through the staircase and has permanently disabled, definitely not going to be covered by insurance. You know why? Guess what business the insurance companies are in the business of? They're in the business of collecting premiums and denying coverage when it gets expensive. Okay. So when you have catastrophic events that are happening, the insurance companies will find a reason to deny you coverage. And so the insurance is important because on all of the small things that might happen, they're going to take care of that piece of our life and we don't want to have to deal with those low-level nuisance issues. But the company structure protects you when something really catastrophic happens and you'll have the company structure provides a stopgap to say, I know the extent of my loss is going to be limited to exactly this, no matter what. That's what you want because a one lawsuit is enough to wipe out millions of dollars and all it takes is one to get through for that to happen. And I've seen it happen, unfortunately. You said you're a real estate investor. So with how you have things set up, you've got a series LLC and then you've got the, I think you call them child, you call them child LLCs? Is that what yeah, is that? That's yeah. right. Yeah, because okay. what, what you refer to is that you think about the series LLC as a parent child structure. It has this parent LLC that's filed with the state. And this parent LLC can have as many children as it wants. And each child we call a child series. It's a plural name, but it's an individual thing. So you'll have series A, series B, series C. That's all inherently part of this series LLC. And each child, just like human children, are free to create. And what's the ongoing fee to maintain that? Is it just what a normal LLC would be? No, there's no fee, no matter how many individual child series you get. There's no additional fees, no matter how big you scale. The only fee that's associated with it is the same fee you would associate with any other LLC because the parent itself has to have a registered agent and file franchise taxes, but that's the same as a traditional LLC, the normal one that you would think of. And I imagine that's how you have your stuff set up. Of course. Yeah. I have all of my stuff set up is with the series LLC and anonymity. You're not going to be able to find my name attached to anything. And that's how I like it. Except for I have operating companies that I use to shield any liability. Let's say that a contractor wanted to sue me or a tenant wanted to sue me. All of those business dealings are always done through a shell LLC. 
And that's just a normal traditional LLC that we have set up to be able to handle those types of liability. Because what I want is people to only be able to sue the entity that has nothing. So if I'm not a member of the contract, but my LLC is, then something goes wrong, they can only sue the LLC. They can't sue me. Based on your experience, and we'll stay on the legal front versus you as an investor, but certainly that helps with the conversation. Based on your experience with asset protection and estate planning, what is your best advice ever for real estate investors? The best advice I can give you is to work off of one platform that you can understand, implement once, and then use for forever. Where I see people that end up in trouble is they try to set up systems where they don't fully understand them at the front end. They never quite fully understand them, and they will end up doing things that are wrong that have adverse tax consequences. So really what you want is a really flexible system that allows you to be able to change what it is that you're, how you're operating without having a bunch of costs associated with it. We're going to do the lightning round. You ready for a best ever lightning round? I'm ready. All right, let's do it. First, a quick word from our best ever partners. Today's sponsor, Patch of Land, has got the document for you that you've got to check out if you're a fix and flipper. They show you how a higher interest rate can actually deliver a lower cost to your fix and flip loan. And conversely, how a lower interest rate could deliver a higher cost to your fix and flip loan. Needless to say, you got to know this stuff to identify the best loan terms. Go to patchofland.com forward slash Joe Fairless. Get this document, patchofland.com forward slash Joe Fairless. The Corporate Investor Podcast is geared towards successful corporate employees with high income jobs looking to create a second stream of income. You'll hear from successful real estate investors on the show as they describe how they got started investing while working their full-time corporate job. Listen and subscribe at thecorporateinvestor.com. That's thecorporateinvestor.com. Best ever book you've read? 4-Hour Weird Creek by Tim Ferriss. Best ever deal you've done as an investor? I made $150,000 just by being able to coordinate two people to buy it as a broker. Basically, I wholesale the deal inside of 10 minutes. How'd you find that deal? had a contact, had a good network. They knew that it would take somebody like me to be able to negotiate with one of the parties because they were exceptionally difficult person to deal with. But that's one of my talents is being able to talk to people. Best ever negotiating tip. Always make them make the first offer. You never know what people are going to be willing to accept. What's a mistake you've made on a transaction? I didn't verify all of the fundamental paperwork. It was a bank and that person saying that they were going to be able to get financing on a particular deal to close on it. And I didn't verify it with the bank to be able to make sure that all of the terms were correct. So I got defrauded. Best ever way you like to give back? I run groups to be able to help entrepreneurs be able to hone their businesses that are giving back to the local community. People don't know this, but every nonprofit at some level is actually a business. And I find that the more that I can help those people, the more good that they can reach out and do. And how can the best ever listeners get in touch with you and learn more about your company? Yeah, we have the website, the royallegalsolutions.com website. You can also reach out to me personally at scott at royallegalsolutions.com, or we have a hotline set up for you to call. It's 512-757-3994. We help people all over the United States, no matter where you live or what type of real estate endeavor you're going into 
we can either help you or point you in the direction of people that can. Well, Scott, thank you for educating myself and perhaps some best ever listeners on the pros and cons, primarily pros of the series LLC and how you use it in your own investing endeavors and how it can be applied to ourselves as we go about and wanting to limit our liability and make sure our asset protection is not only as protected as we can be, but also as maintenance-free as possible and a simple way to understand things. So thanks for being on the show. Hope you have a best ever day and we'll talk to you soon. Great, Joe. Thank you. The Corporate Investor Podcast is geared towards successful corporate employees with high-income jobs looking to create a second stream of income. You'll hear from successful real estate investors on the show as they describe how they got started investing while working their full-time corporate job. Listen and subscribe at thecorporateinvestor.com. That's thecorporateinvestor.com.